This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, December 16th, nine months since the invasion of COVID-19 locked us down and six weeks since our presidential election. To date, exactly how and when we might know the final outcomes of either of these monumental events remains unknown. No doubt, this has been a year that many would rather forget, but 2020 will be anything but. As we press on and persevere, we continue trying to find the silver linings in whatever gets thrown our way. Last week, Brad Fink talked a lot about faith, trust, and principles, the ties that bind it all together at Christian Brothers Automotive, and we thank him again for sharing his most inspiring thoughts and wisdom. Today, we continue on a similar track as I chat with Brian Schnell, one of the nicest guys in franchising and one of its most iconic attorneys. It's kind of funny having Brian and Brad on back to back. Last week, I quipped about how faith, trust, and principles are not attributes that are usually associated with car care. Well, neither too do most people think very kindly, generally speaking, when speaking about attorneys. Well, sorry. In our world, the franchise world, that is simply not the case. In truth, it's just the opposite. We in franchising are graced by an overwhelming number of caring, giving members of the legal community who share much and provide enormous levels of leadership throughout the IFA and the industries associated with franchising. Brian Schnell is a beacon amongst many in that community, and he joins me in two minutes or less to talk about a stellar cast of franchising professionals that he's assembled to participate in Faye Gray Drinker's year-end best practices webinar titled Leadership Lessons from the Pandemic and Tips to Make a Difference in 2021. And oh, by the way, Brian will invite you to join the webinar as well. Brian Schnell joins me next. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zor Forum, a somewhat similar type of executive group. But this one comes with a twist. Zor Forum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zor Forum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zor Forum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive sets so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group. Not just any peer group, join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zor Forum. Learn more at zorforum.org. That's www.zorforum.org. Brian Schnell is a passionate, award-winning franchising professional who's devoted more than 30 years to finding practical and often creative solutions for his clients. 
Brian is committed to focusing on what matters most and making a difference in working with franchisors on their challenges and opportunities. With a strong legal and business background, Brian counsels both emerging and mature franchisors, ranging from companies with thousands of locations worldwide to those with initial stages of building franchise systems. His client base spans dozens of industries where franchising plays a key role in both the U.S. and global economies. An influential thought leader, Brian leads Fagre Drinkers Franchise Practice. A well-respected speaker, Brian listens intently as well, asks questions, and works diligently to find solutions and approaches that work for his clients. For the IFA, Brian serves as a supplier forum past chair and member of the Franchise Relations, Legal Legislative Membership and Awards Committees, in addition to his service on the ICFE Board of Governors. Brian Schnell, welcome to Franchise Today. How are you, my friend? Good to talk with you as always, Mr. Schnell. I think this has got to be the longest I've gone without seeing you one place or another. I think IFA probably was the last place we set eyes on one another. Am I right? It's been the uh, most disappointing and frustrating aspect from a business perspective of all of the pandemic-related challenges that we've had, right, is the uh, networking that you and I and so many others have really grown to value and appreciate over the years. And not having that or having to do it virtually, it's just not the same as being together face-to-face with all that really means to so many of us. Yeah, so the short-form answer to that is I'm all Zoomed out, too. Mm-hmm. I hear you. <laughs> Listen, Brian, before we dive into what we're going to get into today, and really does deal with the last eight months and what so many have lived with and endured, some in better cases than others, I want to start the interview, though, the way I always do, and that's to ask my guests to take us back to the time and place where franchising found you. So roll it back for us, Brian. I remember the exact day, Stan, September 8th. 1987. That was the Tuesday after Labor Day in 1987, my very first day as a franchise lawyer. And it was, you know, good fortune and uh, dumb luck. Replant Moody had uh, offered me a, a position just as a first year lawyer, right? And first year lawyers typically don't know what they want to do. And and back then, uh, the, the, the question was, or the opportunity was, well, do you want to be a trial lawyer in the litigation uh, group, or do you want to be in the corporate group? And I didn't want to be a trial lawyer. That was my wife. She was the trial lawyer in the family. And so I started with the corporate practice at Great Plant. Dairy Queen was their primary franchise or client, had just acquired Orange Julius. And so the very first day, my very first project was for Dairy Queen. And part of that included working on a FDD, a franchise disclosure document. You'll recall, Stan, back then it was a UFOC. UFOC. That's right. (laughs) So I I did my first UFOC and started on it that very first day. So I have had the extreme good fortune to be in franchising my entire professional career uh, over 33 years now. So that was the beginning. And I'm thinking back to how you and I first connected, and I think it was back in my wing zone days that Bob Ritter, I think, is responsible for making the intro to you. I'm going to ask you to verify or tell me that I'm wrong. I believe that's the case, yeah. And it was at a uh, it was at an IFA uh, convention, I believe, right? It was in Florida. I yes, remember visiting, I can't remember the place the conference was being held, but I remember you and I visiting uh, at that at that time. Absolutely. 
So a lot of uh, a lot of water under the bridge since then. It's incredibly difficult for me to believe that it's been that many years, Brian. But every time I think I've seen it all and there's nothing more new to absorb, you know, I wake up to a 2020 and here we are with a, a year unlike any in history. And we're going to talk about the upcoming program that you're promoting and putting on as a end of the year strategies learned during the pandemic and a look ahead 2021 with leadership from about eight or nine luminaries in franchising. We're going to touch more on that on the second half of our time together today. But I would love to get your reflection on the last eight months as you've seen it in that you are connected to so many brands of so many different sizes and market segments. Give the audience, if you would, from 30,000 feet, the elevator speech that you could give to somebody about what you've experienced from your points of view over these last eight months. Yeah, it has indeed been a crazy time. And, and the way I start that, Stan, and it would be, I believe, similar to uh, most people that you would discuss, would talk to in franchising is the start of 2020 was really strong, um, whether it was development, whether it was, you know, unit level performance for franchisees. I think most brands started the year strong and were looking forward to a robust uh, 2020. But then the you know pandemic hit, and and the date that I associate with that is Friday, March thirteenth, because that's the date that I think it was the day after the NBA closed down uh, their season in Minneapolis. Our office uh, closed down. I was carpooling with our two daughters, and and they both work at Target headquarters. Target closed down, and so that was the beginning of how our business is going to handle that pandemic and all the challenges that. That it brought upon us in franchise. You and I were sharing just before uh, we got together on, on this call. It was really the first few months, so mid-March to I would say mid-May through the end of May, it was dealing with all the public health state orders that you know where various states were ordering certain industries to shut down so it was helping franchisors and franchisors helping their franchisees navigate those issues, all the uncertainty and, and we all read about it, you know, every day, heard about it, listened to it. But franchisors and franchisees were living it um, every single day. And so helping our franchisor clients navigate those challenges was uh, a 24-7 challenge. And so we worked closely with, uh, and as I explained it, and we did a series of Back then, I think we did 10 webinars on franchise leadership and helping franchisors get through those uh, challenging times because it was a public health crisis. It was a financial crisis. Businesses were hurting uh, and it was helping franchisees deal with all the employment related issues and, and how to handle instances where an employee tested positive or a customer tested positive. And again, it's, it really, to me, it focused in on this issue that we've been dealing with now for five or six years from a joint employment standpoint, which is, again, the way I characterize it is we can't do all of this for franchisees. So we couldn't do this for franchisees and how they would handle these issues. But man, we needed to support them. We needed to give them tools, guidance, true franchise leadership. And so that was the early stages, the early months of the of the pandemic. Brian, what about franchisors who correctly took their eyes off the ball of development in favor of helping their franchisees with PPP and 
mm-hmm. getting, getting government money. But as the doors are opening for business again, and we've kind of navigated our way through the worst parts of this, and we've kind of figured out as a business model how to get back into business again, what's the counsel you give to those about their item 19s and financial performance reviews and how valid any of those are anymore? Well, one of the key aspects of that stand that in my view and the way we approach that is it was important for every franchisor to at least at a minimum sit down and take a look at their item 19. And especially if the item 19, like so many, the vast majority of item 19 um, FPRs will be based on historical performance, right? At least a one-year look back. So a 2020 FDD that was prepared at the end of March or early April of 2020 would have annual uh, results from 2019. And and so the counsel that we were providing is before we get too far ahead of ourselves and re-engaging on the franchise development front, and some franchisors slowed it, some franchisors stopped for some period of time, other franchisors slowed it down. And and those franchisors would be businesses where they were deemed essential. So again, you likely have seen in in the press, some industries actually have seen upticks in uh, unit level performance and system-wide performance. And so it really wasn't one size fits all, but, but my advice was regardless of where you are, stop, take a look at your item 19. And NASA, the North American Securities Administrators Association, really help support that position, if you will, because they came out with some guidance to franchisors and franchisor lawyers that basically said, we believe it's if the pandemic has impacted the unit level performance that you have in your FDD for 2019 numbers, if there's been a material change to that, we view that as potentially a material change, which is the trigger for filing an amendment. And so again, my advice was it's not necessarily an absolute must that you need to update or amend your FDD, but at, at a minimum, you needed to have that conversation between the franchise executive team and counsel and anybody else who might be involved in that decision making. And, and so we uh, amended many, many, many of our FDDs for clients to update so that there was some pandemic related performance. And the way I explain that, Stan, is if you're now re-engaging in the franchise development part of the business, a prospective franchisee is going to ask, how did the business perform during the pandemic, right? Or how is it performing during the pandemic? And if you don't have something in your item 19, then you as a franchise salesperson or an executive for the franchise or can't answer that question, right? So you'd have to direct candidates to existing franchisees and the like. So there'd be ways to address that. But if a, if a franchise development person wants to have that conversation, then you need to update your item 19. So that's how we approached that really material relevant uh, component of it. Again, there were some where performance had uh, improved a bit. Others where performance based on last year was pretty flat, which in this world is pretty darn good. And even if there was a, a drop of 10%, I mean, 
I think prospects would understand that dynamic. So it shouldn't scare anybody away if they otherwise are interested in the franchise opportunity. Couple of points that you made that stuck with me when you talk about essential services and one of the brands that I know has had a stellar 2020, definitely in the essential services space, at least from my perspective, is Wingstop. Wings are always essential, right? But look at them. They were built for this, weren't they? A concept like Wingstop, where their business is mostly food consumed off-premise, couldn't have been built any better for something like this, where others were having to make major pivots. You know, all they really needed to do was make some fine-tuned adjustments, yeah. and they've had they've had a phenomenal year. And then look at the other side of the coin at the IFA convention. I interviewed Chuck Runyon and had him as a guest, congratulating he and Dave for being entrepreneurs of the year. To you know, two or three weeks later, the whiplash they may have suffered with the entire Anytime Fitness chain on all seven continents closed closed down completely out of business but with steady hands they did what so many franchisors had to do to protect their brands their franchisees their employees and hold things together until they figured things out i really believe brian and i'd love your insight on this that not only are the financial performance reviews things that are going to speak loudly to validation in the year ahead but the leadership that was provided by the zors and how they dropped everything and went all hands on deck to support their franchisees is going to be every bit as important, isn't it, as to the validation that they can give in an FPR? Absolutely. You and I have had these types of conversations over the years, and I, I know we are aligned on the importance of, and the two words that I use, leadership matters. Leadership matters. And I, I just love hearing real world anecdotes of that that's in full display of how it matters, especially when there are challenges to the brand, to the brand customers, to franchisees. And to see, you know, leadership and 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 that can't just be and you know, Chuck and Dave are great examples. It can't just be the very, very top. It has to be the entire leadership team. It has to be the franchise or support team leaning in to help franchisees because of, and, and that's what we talked a lot about back in April and May, all of the fear and uncertainty, right? It is difficult enough to own a franchise business with just everything that you need to do day to day. But then in it with all the fear and uncertainty of a pandemic, and what that might mean, man, and, and to see true leadership really show the way was something that, uh, again, that's why you and I enjoy what we do is, is to see examples of men and women uh, really step up and be um, collaborative and selfless in, in the way they approach these challenging times. Well, that's a great segue. We're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, Let's dial into the discussion about what you're going to be doing. Faye Gray Drinker is going to be hosting a franchise or best practices leadership lessons from the pandemic conference with nine luminaries from the world of franchising. And when we come back from this break, we're going to ask you, Brian, to give us a preview of what that conference is going to look like. We're talking with Brian Schnell, partner and franchise practice leader for Faye Gray Drinker. And we'll be right back. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. This portion of Franchise Today is brought to you by Zoracle, providers of spot-on profiles, the gold standard of assessment tools that assure you're selecting the right franchisees every time. Unlike DISC or others that simply gauge personality or communication styles, 
Zoracle's spot-on assessments are all franchise-specific and based upon seven sciences that nail the results each and every time. Your prospects simply answer a few questions online, and like magic, Zoracle's algorithms scientifically slice, dice, and analyze their thresholds for risk, their business acumen, and even their propensity for single or multi-unit ownership. Zoracle's spot-on analysis is like having a crystal ball, but there's no hoodoo here. It's all based upon science that flawlessly determines franchisee, franchisor compatibility, and accurately predicts performance. Why don't you schedule a demo today and take a complimentary look and see for yourself. It's the closest thing to a sure thing. Zoracle, spot on assessments based on science, but delivering results that seem simply magical. Check them out at www.zoracleprofiles.com. And we're back with Brian Schnell, who's going to be sharing with us some information about an upcoming year-end conference that Fagray Drinker is hosting today, if you're listening to this podcast, the day it becomes available. But this program is all about 2020 and how it's been a year unlike any other. And franchise businesses have changed in many, many key respects. Some of those changes have been short-term and many will be longer. But what this conference is going to look at, this webinar, are the differences in customer expectations in public health, concerns over operational and financial realities, and impact on the brand's customers, whether those be franchisor to his team for support, the franchise relationships, and the differences in what that looks like now as compared to before. Many aspects of the franchise system are going to be forever changed, and some are still going to be in transition. Brian, this is a big undertaking. I mean, every time you do a Fagray Summit, it's a big undertaking, but you've assembled some incredible talent as speakers on this program. You want to run down this list and share with the audience who they'll be hearing from when they dial in? Sure, Stan. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I think, and, and again, you and I over the years have talked about the importance of collaborative leaders, leaders that are willing to share what works for them, what maybe hasn't worked for them. So it's the challenges and the opportunities and to get uh, a number of those folks together in a very interactive dialogue I believe is something that people can really take away best practices. I use the term golden nuggets that they can take back and try on in their businesses. So our panelists on our uh, webinar are Steve Hockett, the CEO from Great Clips. We've got three franchisees. So whenever we do events, we like to have the franchisee voice and perspective. Those three franchisees are Sonda Kitchen, who's a Mr. Rooter franchise owner, Craig Leonard, a multi-unit franchisee for Rallies, and Susan Rather, who's a multi-unit franchisee for Bright Star Care and Bright Star Senior Living. And then the other franchisors on the panels will be uh, Paul Pickett, who's the Chief Development Officer at Wild Birds Unlimited, Steve Romanello, who's a Senior Advisor at Roar Capital, Christina Russell, the CEO of Radiance Holdings. One of their brands is Solo Salons, and they recently acquired another. Mary Thompson, the COO of Neighborly, and then uh, Steve White, the President and COO of uh, Puro Systems. So we've got a total of nine, and as you noted, we're going to do three three-person panels. And on your side, you're going to be joined by Kerry Bundy and Heather Carson, 
Jason Perkins from the Faygrade team as moderators. Is that how that's going to work along with yourself? Yes. And so uh, you'll probably chuckle with me. I told people, you know, because webinars aren't supposed to last more than an hour and whatever, right? And so we're stretching a little bit beyond that. And, you know, I said the biggest challenge will be me trying to kind of keep my introductory comments to a minimum so that we can dig into the panel conversations. But Carrie and Heather will moderate uh, with me. And then the other thing that we're going to do, Stan, at the tail end of the webinar is we're going to have a 15-minute legal hot topics session where we're going to have some of our other lawyers, like we've had a couple of employment lawyers that have worked with our franchise or clients on a lot of the public health, the what happens if an employee tests positive at a franchise location, how do you deal with these state orders. So we're going to do a little summary of 2020 and what to expect, potentially under the Biden administration, that last 15 minutes of the program. So it allow us to showcase some of the expertise that our, our favorite drinker lawyers have developed over the past year in helping franchisors with these challenges. But on the front end, it'll be Heather, Carrie, and I each moderating a 30-minute panel on different topics. So how are you going to break those panels down, Brian? When you've got an array of talent like you're presenting, you've got an awful lot of horsepower here. How are you segmenting this? We do. And, you know, the overall theme, and you touched on this, and, and we touched on it in the earlier segment, is that leadership matters. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the early stages of the pandemic. So one of the panels will talk about the early stages of the pandemic and how that impacted, you know, their brands. And that will include, you know, Steve Hockett, Sonda Kitchen, and Steve White. And there, you know, what's really interesting is not only the impact on the franchise or in his franchise franchisees, but obviously the brand customers too. And so I've talked to Steve Hockett and he was similar to CEO Great Clips, similar to Chuck and Dave at Anytime Fitness, Great Clips salons, the salons were closed down in March and April. And so how did they uh, really lean in and dig in and help their franchisees deal with all the issues that were necessary to get through those challenging times? And so to hear uh, from these leaders on what that looked like in the real world. I think that's the that that's what we're really trying to get at is storytelling in a way that exhibits best practices on how to get through these challenges and opportunities. So Steve and Sonda and Steve White will be on, on one panel. And then we're going to almost do this as part of the journey of the last eight months. So the first two or three months, it was dealing with the shutdown and how to address those issues. Then the way that I've talked about this, Stan, is the, you know, next, once kind of through the summer, now into the fall, it was COVID chaos is the term that I've used, where for a lot of brands, the economy, the states were reopening at different times, different restrictions, different way brand customers were demanding products and services. And so that was a real stress test for a lot of franchisors. And you think about it from this perspective. Franchising is all about system standards, and, and we place a lot, huge premium on franchisees following system standards. But there was a little bit of chaos in those months because we needed to be flexible in how we reopen businesses or approach new marketing or delivery or however it impacted your business. It wasn't uniform, but franchising is all about uniformity. So that was a real interesting 
interesting time. And, and so there I want to get perspectives. And that's why I really value somebody like Steve Romanello from Rourke, who they have as part of their portfolio brands that are almost in every single industry. And so we're going to draw out through Paul Pickett and Susan Rather and Steve Romanello what that really looked like. Because again, I think that's going to be real interesting in hearing how different brands approach those issues. And then the third panel is going to, now we're getting towards the end of 2020 and look forward to 2021. Because again, as, as we all know, I mean, this doesn't just uh, January 2nd, all of this goes away. We're going to be living and breathing this for a number of months. And then I think most franchisors will say, Stan, and in some respects, our business has changed in a way that isn't going to, th this is the new normal. And so I think how we adapt to that and how franchisees adapt to that is going to be a real difference maker. I always look for how do we make a difference in franchising and helping one another determine how we get from point A to point B in a way that makes a difference for all of our stakeholders, brand customers, franchisees, and the franchisors. And I think that's what we're going to be spending all of our time in those three panels discussing. Brian, as most of the listeners that are going to hear about this program, will hear about it after the program has occurred. That's bad news. The good news, though, is that this is going to live forever in the cloud, correct? Yes. So, so any all of, of our programs are like yours, right? Where they're available for some period of time after the live event. Yes. But for those who didn't register in advance, but hear about this from the podcast, will they then be able to register post-event and still get the download? Yes, they absolutely should. And if for some reason they can't, they can just send me an email, brian.schnell at bagerydrinker.com. And we'll make sure that they get uh, access to it. Brian, is there anything that you wished I would have asked? today that I didn't think of? No. Again, I just, I thank you for the opportunity. You have always shared with me how important it is for you to give back because others gave to you in the early years. And those early years for you and I were a long time ago. <laughs> a little longer here than there. But. <laughs> yeah, right. But but again, I together, we absolutely will get through this. I, I do have one thing to add, and I just wanted to give a special shout out to the IFA because I think the IFA has done a phenomenal job in a very challenging time, exhibiting real leadership in Washington, D.C., and trying to really advocate and support what we need to get done, not just for franchisors, but franchisors, franchisees, and everybody else who makes a business with the franchise business model. They've done a tremendous job, but the work is not done. And so that would be a, a special uh, request is to look for ways to continue to support IFA because the way I've looked at this, Stan, it isn't we in franchising that are going to kind of make this more difficult. It's the external forces of the franchise business model that continue to present challenges, whether it's joint employer, whether it's, you know, the FTC reviewing the FTC rule, which I think is that review is a good undertaking. But again, it's just all these external forces that I think we need to be mindful of and appropriately kind of weigh in on because it matters. Probably hours more that we could talk about between the FTC changes and the PRO Act and all the things that are imminent in the year ahead. But we'll save those for a later date. 
and we'll park it here for now. Brian, you gave your email address. Give it one more time and any instructions that you might offer for how those can find their way to this download easily. Yeah, so I, you could go on our Fagery Drinker website and we have a franchise practice link to that. And if that fails, just shoot me an email. Again, it's brian.schnell at fagre, F-A-E-G-R-E, drinker.com. How funny is it that Fagri's last name becomes Drinker in a year that there won't be a program that precedes the event with an evening get-together and libations? <laughs> That's true. Brian, it's been a pleasure, as always, and can't wait to see you back out there. And until then, just keep doing what you're doing because you've been a cornerstone in educating and dropping some of those big golden nuggets. Philosophically, I can't think of too many people that I align myself with any closer than you for the ability to continue to pay forward, whether it's a payback or or not. Feelings are mutual, my friend. Thanks, Stan. And as I close every webinar, as we are franchise strong. Amen, Brian. Thank you so much, Brian Schnell. Thanks, Stan. What a great guy. It's simply not possible to know Brian Schnell and not like him. Like Brad last week, Brian's full of golden nuggets and loves sharing them. He too is all about sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Well, Franchise Today begins its winter break following this episode, but Season 12 will kick off with a stellar lineup in January, January 6th to be exact, when we will be joined by Greg Nathan all the way from Brisbane, Australia. A week later, and from a little closer to home, Tropical Smoothie CEO Charles Watson drops by on January 13th. For now, though, please continue doing the best you can, make the most of the holidays as safely as you can, keeping yourselves and loved ones out of harm's way. Until January 6th, have a very Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, and I hope your Kwanzaa is filled with joy and prosperity. As always, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out. See you in 21. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.